somebody Not just anybody You know I need someone AM 1600 KIBABQ.FM, I'm Eddie Ergon, on the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you for edition 400 right here in Akiba with Tigo and Tracy, the Venturi Real Estate Group from Keller Williams Realty. All you have to do is pick up the phone and dial them today. 505-448-8888. That's 505-448-8888 or welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. Broadcasting live from the Stanton House well, I guess you could call it a hotel, but it is where Blue Origin was this morning as they launch Pete Davidson and they launch, uh, well, Blue Origin into their, their flight today uh, down the road about 150 miles from Van Horn, Texas. And the good folks from Blue Origin are venturing off into maybe houses in the sky eventually someday. So I guess if you could take celebrities, they could take us. I had an opportunity to hang out with the, the folks from Blue Origin for a good hour down in the wow. lobby and uh, some electrical trucks. I've never seen an electric truck before that has about a range of 300, 350 miles. Wow. And uh, it is pretty incredible, I got to tell you. In fact, these trucks, uh, and, and uh, wow. we, we uh, do have uh, some impressive things to talk about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in front of Tigo and Tracy on this very special 400 edition. We're going to take a few minutes here to talk about these, but these trucks are... I uh, can't think of, I can't see the name, but I'm going to send them to you. And they, they had these, I, I think they were millionaires, quite possibly billionaires that were in the lobby of the Stanton House Hotel as they left. And uh, Tracy, Tigo, it was absolutely amazing. Good morning to you both and congratulations on 400 episodes, uh, which is almost a, a full-blown full eight years. Congratulations, just not on that, but also all the wonderful things that you guys have been doing on behalf of your clients the city, the state, and uh, being 17% and leading the way in that economic engine for the state of New Mexico. People oftentimes don't think about how much your house and real estate contribute to the overall economy, Tigo and Tracy. No, no, for sure. You know, and that's that's one thing that, that jumps out. At, I always talk about is $82,000 brought into the local economy for every residential home sale. That's that's a, mm. that's a big number, right? That's a big number. Okay, which I got to go back to this because now now you got, me, trucks, you got me. Like you got me geeking out here. Is this are, are they the Rivian trucks? Is that what they are? Yeah, are that's they? those. Yeah, there's the, the fleet of them. There was six yeah. of them. And they had giant screens and just a wheel, basically a wheel. But he also was telling me about their autopilot uh, mechanism that helps them drive. And he says that they had about a range of three, 350. Now, El Paso is pretty advanced, but they only have two charging. It takes about four to five hours to charge those trucks. So they had to kind of go in inner interval in order to, to charge six of those trucks to do it. So imagine having to make that, but uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's interesting that they chose to go ahead and and drive out on those things. It was uh, quite a sight to behold. I've got some photos which I'll cool. certainly share with you. But we're going to take a little extra time here this morning since I took minutes of their show. But I also did want to congratulate Tigo and Tracy on their uh, wonderful um, goal of getting to four hundred. What to make of mortgage rates? Where are you at with mortgage rates? Also, owning versus renting. And then thoughts on the data as well with our Statomatic. Uh, of course, you'll have your homes of the week and uh, you know new to market stuff that's going to come out there. And folks, it doesn't take long. This stuff gets 
snapped up before it even hits the market. You want to get on Tracy's uh, mailing list. Also adjusting to the changing real estate market as well. For all that and more, all you have to do is visit the number one uh, website in the state of New Mexico for real estate. That, of course, is welcomehomeabq.com. Welcomehomeabq.com. Tigo, Tracy, take it away. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Eddie. Enjoy really? El Paso. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. What a, what an experience, you know. And well, awesome. you know, Trace, I've been driving an electric vehicle now for what six months. Yep. Yeah, it's the the Ford Ford Mach-E, which is or the Mustang Mach-E is what they call it, and uh, it's it's nice. It's nice, and of course, you know, right now with whatever four dollar a gallon gas is kind of nice, but it's not why I bought it, right? I, I bought it because it's a great. It's a it's a fun car, and um, it is a fun car. It's yeah. great. However. You've never had to charge it anywhere but at home. Correct. So we haven't really experienced what Eddie was just saying about only two charging stations. Right. I'm yeah. sure that means supercharging because there's got to be other ways there. But interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. Charging stations, you know, and well, yeah, we don't need to go down this road. But um, anyway, well, yeah, those, know, those Rivian trucks are pretty cool. Those well, electric trucks. Yeah. I was going to say there's also the Nikola truck, but it's not out yet right it's still being well tested. yeah but nicola is not a not a consumer truck it's a industrial truck it's right. like a semi right well, that's it's what or, i thought or, he was saying those were no yeah. no Riv rivian trucks are are like um consumer trucks like a pickup truck right oh, okay. uh, where, where nicolai is a is a a semi, a semi. Uh, and they're well they call them lorries in europe so they're going to be building you know that style the european style so anyway um yeah so so Tracy, we, we had a little technical difficulty this morning, so we're on our laptop for this show, which is which is great. I mean, it's still it's all good. Um, so, but let's talk about this one more minute. Okay. Electric vehicles, right? Okay. So, you know, tying it into the homes, you know, we've seen a lot more homes with their home charging stations and yeah. a lot more electric vehicles, uh, a lot more solar people yep. using solar for their electric. You know, obviously, my brother, he bought a. Tesla Y, yep. he put solar on his roof. He did it himself, yep. right? He sourced it all out. He he put himself a charging station for his car. So, yep. I mean, we are seeing a lot more of that yeah. in homes. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and something to think about if everybody's, you know, wondering, for your house, pretty much all you're going to need for most of the electric vehicles is some sort of 220 outlet in your garage where you park your vehicle. And, you know, even on my vehicle, which is the, the, the Ford, um, you can charge it with a 110 outlet, but it takes a long, long time. But with with the if you've got 220, I, you know, like like Eddie said, four hours, five hours, you know, overnight, it's it's always charged overnight. Right. So um, pretty simple. But pretty you don't even thing. have to charge yours for days. But oh, you no, don't no, no. Yeah, drive go, that much. Yeah, either. no, no, because it's just a run around town. I mean, obviously, road, road trips are a problem. That's that's I think the the, the main challenge people have right. uh, with electric vehicles is is the inability to really do road trips. Um, Easily. <laughs> Although our friends go up in their uh, electric vehicle, they go up to Taos, they know the way, they know where to charge it. I mm -hmm. think somewhere in um, Bloomfield or yeah. not even Farmington, they don't even have to go off route. So they know where to stop, they know what's around, so it's all good. 
So Tracy, um, gosh, real estate. Let's talk real estate for a while since we have a real estate show. Okay. So hopefully everybody can hear us. Again, we're, we're using just the microphone on our laptop today because our computer decided it was not cooperating. So. so which topic first, rent versus own? market stats. Yeah, so let's talk about the interest rates. I think that's interest the thing rates. that's really top of mind right now, anybody in the, the the real estate world, because they've gone up dramatically in a very short period of time. Um, I've seen some stats on this that basically say um, that it's a, the fastest increase in mortgage rates um, I think 94, that something happened in 94 that, that made them run up really fast like this. But here, let me get my, my data on this. So if we look at from the from January of this year, so beginning of the year till today, we've seen about a one in a 1.3 to 1.5 increase. In, percent increase. Percent increase in mortgage rate, which is, you know, that, that is a big, big move. Um, and the, the thing that's interesting about it is, and, and you guys are going to you're going to hear this all the time. It's like, OK, yes. So now we're we're pretty much, you know, at five percent now on mortgage rates where we were sub three percent, you know, in the middle of last year um, or low three percent or, or under three percent in the middle of last year. Right. Um, so like I'm saying, you know, one and a half to three percent just just since the beginning of the year. Um, it, it, let me let me put this in a little a different perspective. If you look at what if you bought a home last year, average mortgage uh, in in Albuquerque area was about two hundred eight thousand. Okay, that would have cost you a thousand about eleven hundred dollars a month. Today, uh, home prices have gone up about seventeen percent. So that same mortgage is now about uh, two hundred thirty seven thousand dollars. The seventy percent increase in home prices. Now on top of that. You have a one and a half percent increase in mortgage rate, one point three, one and a half. Whatever, let's say one and a half from last year. You add that all up, your average mortgage in the Albuquerque area is now three hundred and sixty-seven thousand, three hundred sixty-seven thousand, three hundred and sixty-seven dollars a more. month more. So we've had almost a thirty percent increase in the monthly payment, strictly based on mortgage rates, which happened with mortgage rates. And what happened with uh, home price appreciation and that sounds awful you know and it, it if, does. if you bought a home last year congrats. you're in good shape right yeah congratulations that doesn't mean it's not a good time to buy a house right even right. though interest rates might be in the fours now maybe some people are in the fives mm -hmm. because of credit or whatever right um debt to income different things um it's really our our interest rates are similar aren't they tigo to where they were pre-pandemic yeah they are in fact if you go back to 2019 and I, i'm pulling up some stats here if you go back to like 2019 um you know, this is basically where we were in in the way of mortgage rates. Um, but a couple of things that, that I, I found interesting. So if you look at what mortgage rates were uh, historically in the 70s, it was, they averaged 8.9% in the um, in the uh, 80s. 
you know, the eighties, the, the mortgage rates were crazy then. They 12. were what, 7. 12, yeah. that average of 12% 12 for that yeah, decade. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to go back to that because I want to make a point on that. I think it's interesting. Uh, in the 1990s, 8%. In the 2000s, we were at 6.7. So even in the, at this 5%, which is really high compared to where it was, you know, we're much better. Um, let's just, I just want to make one point about what happened in the 80s, which was the government trying to slow down the economy and slow down the, the inflation. Well, guess what's happening right now? <laughs> the government is trying to slow down the economy and trying to slow down in inflation. Um, you know, I, I think. So, people, are we going to go back to twelve percent, Tico? No, no, and and I don't think. I just we'll want to make sure that's not what yeah, you're inferring. That's not what I'm inferring. I, I this is just it's a it's a new world. It's very different the way the banking system and the way mortgages or interest rates work and and all that. It, it's very different, and and there's you know, hard, hard to see that, that mortgage rates are ever going to get back, you know, to those high, high numbers like that. Um, however, the government has flat out come out and said that they want housing to slow down. I mean, they, they've literally said that. We are going to keep raising interest rates on the Fed prime rate, which would then drive up mortgage rates and, you know, to slow down the economy. So, when I hear people talk about that, they automatically jump to the conclusion that means home prices are going to crash. However, home, home sales most likely are going to slow down. And that's, that's the intent is nationally to slow down home sales so that, that we don't get the price growth as much as we did. Like I said earlier, 17%. But if you, if you go back in history and look at when interest rates have spiked up like they've done now here in the last few months, um, if you go back to just 2013, not that long ago, uh, home prices in, or excuse me, mortgage rates jumped up 1.1%, but home prices actually went up 11% that year. If you go back to 2005, gosh, I hate to compare anything to 2005, but mortgage rates, you know, jumped up 1% in 2005, but yet home prices continued to climb. Um, and let's say, let's go back to, to, uh, year 2000, Y2K, when there was a recession, uh, we had 1.9% increase in mortgage rates, but yet home prices continued to climb 13% that year. So historically, when we have a recession and we have a big, uh, well, both things, when we have a recession and when uh, mortgage rates increase, it doesn't equate to home price depreciation. The only time we've had a recession and home price depreciation was 2008 when the recession was caused by home price overheating. And, and so a lot of people are saying, okay, well, aren't we overheated now? We've had, you know, almost 30% home price appreciation in two years. Well, the question is, who are those buyers? And if you look at who the buyers were in 2004 and five versus who the buyer home buyers are today, totally different different deal, right? And you're shaking your head. Good. You agree with me. Well, we know there was a lot of investors who were first-time investors back before the market uh, in 2007. Yeah. Right? And, and they were not really financially in a position to keep 
Okay, so okay. Wait, wait, wait. We are cursed. Okay, I just want to say if you if if the, there was a little break there. Um, show number four hundred for our real estate show. <laughs> the computer screen uh, fell off the wall. Literally, the computer fell on me, um, and and so we're back on our laptop. So, and okay, let's go back to the show. Okay, so we were talking about um, you know prices and interest rates and cost and historical Tigo. What what I want to get across now. So if somebody's thinking of selling their home, you know, we basically said we don't think it's going to be we're going to be in a home crisis, right? But if somebody's thinking of selling their home and they're concerned about it. Yeah, you think we're at the top of the market. Let's talk. We can go through stats with you on an individual basis and talk about your situation and see if it's time for you to be a home seller. Um, we don't believe that the market's going to go down. We believe that, yes, the government's got things slowing a little bit, but they probably, um, we can afford that, right? There's not going to be a major change. And we do expect that home prices are going to continue to rise this year. And um, so, but some people might think this is the time to sell. We're in spring. The market's good. Interest rates are rising. 100%. Historically, Tracy. right now is when they should put their home on the market. Yeah. If you're thinking of selling this year, now is the time. So don't, don't, don't wait another day. One of the objections we hear about this a lot, Tigo, is, well, where am I going to move to? being that I'm going to buy another house. Now, not everybody wants to buy another house. Some people are moving to other markets. They're downsizing, they're upsizing, they're moving closer to family, friends, whatever. Right. But we've been able to successfully negotiate a lot of leasebacks, occupancy situations for sellers, right? So that they have a period of time to stay in their current property and find the house that they need to move to. We just had some folks that we sold their house. They were moving to Utah, I believe. And we were able to, to make it very smooth for them because sellers are still in the buyer seat, right? Buyers are still willing to do things to make sure they're the ones that can buy the house. They stay where they're at for a while. They maybe give the seller seven days, 30 days, two months to stay in the home, lease it back from them while um, they're finding their next home. So it's a good time. Market's still good. Yes, interest rates are up, but we can take a deep breath, Tigo. Yes. <laughs> take a deep breath and go. After yeah. all the technical issues we had, she's like saying, okay, take a deep breath, chill out. Man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it uh, it's absolutely true, Tracy. And you know, I was on a uh, mastermind call. You were on a mastermind call with with uh, Keller Williams uh, CEO and, and founder uh, Gary Keller. Um, there was about a hundred different agents from around the country on this call, and and you know there was a lot of talk about the economy and is housing slowing and what's going on and and all that. And and the the one the one thing he said I wrote it down was, um, you know, if you're able to buy, buy. And the exact words is Gary Keller, one of the smartest people in real estate in, in the country for sure. He said, "You're a fool not to buy right now. If you if if you are able to buy, you should buy." Well, you know, he gave can, can I, he made the point that people don't buy a home for a short term, right? You know, the, there's always going to be ebbs and flows to any market, but in the long term. 
you're going to be fine and you need a place to live. Right. He gave several examples of things he has purchased in the past 30, 40 years where people around him said, wow, that Gary Keller, what a stupid guy. He went and bought 2,000 acres outside of Austin, Texas for you know, worthless land, or he went and bought that that business down on Main Street where everything else is going out of business. And he said, you know, people people don't realize this is, you know, investing. Right. <laughs> or if you need to live somewhere, you know, buy it. Be your own landlord. Pay your own uh, mortgage. Don't pay somebody else's mortgage. But yeah, you know, pe- people, you know, they buy to what they can afford and what the cost of shelter is. And right back to that whole thing, what does it cost to buy versus rent? And so Tracy, I wanted to talk about this idea of uh, renting versus owning and and some of the advantages and disadvantages of of one over the other. And I think, you know, the big one is if you look at the net worth of a homeowner versus a net worth of a renter, Net worth of, of average net worth of homeowners is $300,000. Average net worth of a renter is $8,000. Now, I know that's just one little piece of data, but it does, it tells an interesting story. There's a thousand other, you know, data points that you could, you could make to go with that. Um, the, um, the thing is, there, I've got this chart here. Let me pull it up here. And just talking about, okay, renting versus owning. So when you rent, Tracy, you're basically building your landlord's wealth, to be honest with you, right? When you're, when you're an owner, you're building your own wealth. Right. Again, again, this is a long-term thing, right? Again, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows. But over time, home prices in the United States go up 4% year over year over year average, right? And, and that's always been consistent even with the, the, the housing bust of 2009-10, right? The other thing is if you're a renter, your monthly payment is uh, generally goes up every year, right? right? You know, I think that's one of the, bi- the big things people forget about is when you buy a home, you're locking in your mortgage payment for, let's say, 30 years, right? If it's a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, which most mortgages are in this country. So now you've locked in your housing costs into the future, that price is not going to keep going up. But guess what? The rents are. Right, right. Talking about inflation. Yeah. Yeah, you're Um, locking in for, you know, typically 30 years, your mortgage payment, you know, the only thing that can change typically is the uh, insurance and taxes on your property, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, that that price appreciation or the, uh, let's say, inflation as a renter, you're paying that. As a homeowner, that inflation or appreciation, you're banking that. Right. Does that make sense? Totally does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And as rents rise, you know, it's harder to save for a down payment, right? Where with, with a home, you're building equity over time, again, in the long run. I saw a chart, I'm going to try to I know we're on radio, but point point this out. So if some people think of the economy as, um, you know, just think of a, a line. As first, you just take a straight line, right? Horizontal straight line, right? And then you make it squiggly. It goes up and down and up and down, right? In a straight line. That's how people think the economy or, you know, 
the ebb and flow of, of anything is. Um, stock market, for example. Right. It just goes up and it goes down. It goes up and it goes down. But really what you need to do is you take that same line and you turn it on its edge. Because right? it really is going up, but it's going up and down as it goes up. Right. It goes up and then it goes down. And then it goes up a little bit more and then it comes back down, not quite as much. It goes up a little bit higher than the next time and then it comes down. So you have to remember that's always going to happen. And that's a that's a really important lesson to learn when you're talking about any type of investment. In, and I, 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 I try to be careful to talk about your home as an investment because a home is that's just one piece of it. Right. It's also your place, your where you make your uh uh, memories, you know, right. where you raise your family. There's right. so much more to it, too. Right. 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 You're trying to tell me something? Nope. So, yeah, we've got four more minutes. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Um, Next topic. So, we were talking about interest rates. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that on next week's show. It, you know, it'll be interesting to see what what happens between now and then um we've got spring break okay a lot of people were out for APS this week we felt yeah. it we had a lot of people out looking at homes for sale next week is Rio Ranchos and uh, not Rio Rancho Moriarty and other areas spring breaks yeah um actually Rio Ranchos too I think right or this was the end of their week anyway we've had a lot of extra activity and we we do see it being typical spring where this is the time of year, once it warms up, we see a lot of home buyers and home sellers out. Let, let me just share something since you're talking about this. something that tracks the number of showings, the number of homes that are being shown in our market. And, and we've actually seen a, a, an uptick versus last year. This, this week, it tracks weekly. And it's, <laughs> it's, you would think that's not possible, but because mortgage rates went up 1%. Aren't buyers, you know, running away and it's like well so far we're not seeing it will that happen probably potentially i think there'll be you know maybe less home sales this year versus last year uh but that doesn't mean home prices are going to go down so tracy uh you got an open house this today so, or tomorrow i know we're going to be out of time soon i just wanted to mention we do have several homes kind of in our hopper if you're looking for something we'd be happy to set up a home search for you and watch for that uh we do have a house that just came on the market 9116 mesa place northwest it's in the 87114 paradise hills area eddie for 275,000. It was a DR Horton from 2010, like 1,430 square feet. Open today, Saturday from 11 to 1. So if you're interested in that, you can find out more by calling our office at 448-8888. It's a beautiful day to be out looking at houses. It's a great day to put your house on the market. Um, great time of year. So, Eddie, great the to see you in El Paso. time of year. Yeah, this time of year, folks, uh, really is. Spring is the time when everything springs into the market. But you got to get on that mailing list, ladies and gentlemen. You got to get on the list so that Tigo and Tracy can help you and get ahead of the curve because things get snapped up just that quick. Uh, every house that is out there is a line of twenty people sitting outside it, just waiting to go ahead and buy it. So you've got to have all your T's crossed, your I's dotted. And you got to know what you want. Uh, and I got to tell you, I can't relate to any of that stuff. What I can relate to is good real estate deals. And Tigo and Tracy can get you started.
open today. All you have to do is pick up the phone and 505-448-8888. That's 505-448-8888. Welcomehomeabq.com. That's welcomehomeabq.com. We're going to straighten out that credit with Mike Ramos. He's next up in the Kiva, and then we'll get you qualified. And then more on this real estate hour also include Walt Arnold with the they look at the apartment and the condominium market uh, with Tim Luton. So lots to get to throughout the rest of the day. A, a great day until 7 p.m. tonight. Now these days are gone, I'm not so self-assured. Now I find, I've changed my mind, I'll open up the doors. Help me if you can, I'm feeling down. And I do appreciate you being around. Help me get my feet back on the ground.